Welcome in everyone to this bastard series prediction show. The Red Sox just wrapped up a three-game series against the Tampa Bay Rays, dropping two out of three. They now head back home to Fenway Park to host the Baltimore Orioles for a three-game set this weekend. I'm your host, Jason Kelly. If you want to find us on Twitter, as always, you can check us out at Bastards underscore Boston. Joining me on the prediction show tonight is Micah Storms and Terry Cushman. Guys, let's dive into this three-game set against the first-place Baltimore Orioles. Starting with Friday night's game, 7-10 start, Kyle Bradish going for Baltimore against Tanner Houck. Micah, who do you like in game one? This stretch has been brutal, and we knew it was going to be, but I think it's been even worse than we probably expected. Um, Bradish has been one of the best pitchers in baseball over the last two-plus months. Uh, if you go back over his last 15 games started, he has a 2.45 ERA and 91 innings pitched. So he's been phenomenal. He's definitely figured something out at the big league level. And if I have him going against Tanner Houck, that's an easy one. I'm taking the Orioles. They have a bunch of left-handed bats that Houck does not match up well against against lefties. So give me Bradish and the Orioles. Terry, who do you got? I am going to take the team that has won four games in a row, and that is the Baltimore Orioles in game one. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Houck walks the tightrope and hands the Red Sox a lead in the, you know, after five innings. That would not shock me. But Bradish, for whatever reason, I still can't figure it out, has been the uh, the steady hand uh, for the Orioles all season long and uh, looked okay as of late. Another thing that's important to point out here. Even though the Orioles are the number one seed, they've got a lot to play for still because if they lose that number one seed, they don't get a bye. The, the second best team with the division record will get it, even though Baltimore probably has more wins than them. Tampa's only two games behind in the win column. So so Baltimore, they've got all the incentive to, to keep the foot on the accelerator here and, and try to crank out as many wins as they can. Another thing too, they're only three games behind the Braves for the best record. Three in the win column. That's impressive. (laughs) That's like nobody saw this coming. So um, really impressed by them. I do have them uh, winning game one. It it is, it's a winnable game for the Red Sox, but I I have to give uh, the Orioles the edge. I agree with you guys. I'm going with Baltimore for game one as well. I just I can't put all my eggs in the Tanner Houck basket right now, um, particularly with how this team is going. And just Baltimore has not really slowed down. They've, they've been pretty consistent all year. And that lineup, I think, will give Tanner Houck a lot of issues. Um, Kyle Brady, I don't think there's anything too special about him. But, again, the Red Sox offense just falls asleep sometimes. And just this is a guy they should be able to tune up because, again, I don't think he has great stuff. But I could see them just kind of sleepwalking into the game and not being fully prepared. And um, he might actually put in a pretty good start. So I will take Baltimore in game one as well. 
Game two is Saturday at 410. Uh, that is Jack Flaherty going against Chris Sale. Micah, who do you like in game two? Uh, based on the pitching matchup, I don't like any of these two pitchers. Um, whatever the over is in this game, smash it. Um, but for Sale, he's had made two starts against the Orioles, eight innings, 12 earned runs, four home runs. There's nothing that Sale has done recently that makes me believe he can go out and shut down an Orioles lineup. That's one of the best in baseball. Um, I don't think Flaherty is good either, um, but he has the potential to shut down an offense. So I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, but I think the Orioles grind out games better than the Red Sox do. I imagine some poor Red Sox defense at some point in this series too, so give me the Orioles in game two. Terry, who do you got? Let's face it. It doesn't matter who Chris Sale's facing on the Orioles staff. Chris Sale gets destroyed by the Orioles, and he hasn't been pitching very well as of late. He did have a scoreless outing in his in his last outing against Kansas City, but still he wasn't commanding and just didn't look good. And you, you got to be on point if you're going to be facing uh, a lineup this potent. And just in the last 15 days, uh, Anthony Santander has just gone off. He's hitting 333 with a 368 on base. He's had five home runs. Uh, Gunnar Henderson is solidifying his case to be AL Rookie of the Year, hitting 291 with a 322 on base. Ryan Mountcastle uh, also off the charts, hitting 333 with a 417 on base. We're catching all these guys at, at the wrong times. Adley Rushman as well, just off the charts. This this Orioles offense is is firing on all cylinders, and I don't see Chris Sale getting out of this start, uh, giving up less than four runs, and, and it could be seven or eight. So I'm going to take the Orioles in game two. I'm actually going to take the Red Sox in game two, and it's not so much a – confidence in Chris Sale thing because I don't have that much uh, in him but Jack Flaherty has not been great since getting to Baltimore and he's a guy he was my white whale at the trade deadline I wanted the Red Sox to go in on Jack Flaherty and to really kind of push their chips to the table and get him but he's really struggled since going to Baltimore his last couple of starts he's been lit up got an ERA over seven in the last, you know, seven days, last couple of starts. So he's getting tuned up. And I do think back at Fenway, it's a little bit more of a comfort zone for Chris Sale, maybe not so much for Flaherty. So I could see this being the one game where the Red Sox offense tees off. Sale still might only go four innings, maybe five if we're lucky, but hopefully the bullpen is – at least rested enough and the Red Sox have enough of a comfortable lead that they can patch it together and they can kind of seal the win from there. I expect Saturday to be a high scoring game. And I think the Red Sox will have just enough to eke out a win on Saturday. So with that, the series finale will be Sunday afternoon, one thirty-five. A couple of youngsters going against each other. Grayson Rodriguez against Brian Bayo. 
Micah, what do you like in the finale? Yeah, the future of the American League East here with this patch, pitching matchup. Love that. Um, I expect a low-scoring game in this one. Um, but again, I, I think the Orioles grind out games better than the Red Sox do. And I'm, I'm going to take the Orioles for a sweep. I think it's the first time I get, I've picked against Bayo all, all season long. Um, just one more thing I want to add. I think Adley Rutschman is the most important player to any baseball team in Major League Baseball. Since he has been called up in last May, the Baltimore Orioles have not been swept. And I think that is a direct result of having a guy behind the plate that is their leader. Um, I might be crazy, but that's what I think. Terry, who do you got? It's definitely the best pitching matchup. Like Micah said, uh, Bayo is the more polished of the two. What is interesting here is both series we played against the Orioles were in early April and Bayo had not been activated off the injured list yet from his forearm issues. So this is the first time he's going to be playing them. I'm still going to give an edge to the Orioles again. Just I just think their firepower is better than our firepower. We don't know when Verdugo is going to be back. They're hoping to avoid the uh, injured list with him, but um, ominously, no no updates that that I could find in the last 24, 48 hours. And I, I think on Sunday, I think the Orioles bullpen will be in a little bit better shape. They are missing Bautista, but I, I still think their bullpen is is probably, you know, still pretty formidable. They have that Cano kid who was pitching the eighth inning quite a bit. And lastly, I don't know why, and it's been talked about a lot lately, day games is a, is a huge bugaboo for Brian Bayo, and his last one was in Tampa in the dome. So I don't know that that's necessarily a daytime feeling. You're not really opposed, you know, exposed to the elements necessarily. So I don't know. I, I just, it's a thing. And, uh, I, I, I'm going to, again, give the Orioles the edge here, uh, in game three, I have it a sweep three games to nothing. I am going to give the Orioles the series finale as well. Grayson Rodriguez has been pretty nasty in the second half. Oddly enough, too, his road splits are better than his home splits. So he pitches better away from Camden Yards uh, than he does at home. So Fenway Park will be kind of a new monster for him. But at the same time, Sunday, the heat wave goes away. Temperatures will be in the... 50s to 60s at you know at some point that day so the ball's not gonna be flying out of the ballpark if the red sox are expecting to have a power show it's probably not going to happen and brian bayo does struggle in gate in day games he, he absolutely does so i just like rodriguez better i think he's the better pitching prospect and he's really finding his groove i think we've seen brian bayo take a few steps back occasionally and I'm not sure if the fatigue is starting to get to him or just he hasn't quite figured it out yet fully, but I like Rodriguez in that matchup head-to-head way better. So I will take Baltimore as well in the series finale. I've got them going two games to one in that series. So with that, we'll wrap up this prediction show. Keep an eye out for the Bastards Roundtable. We'll be talking about some uh, 
some rumors around the CBO position and whether or not anything is going to actually happen there. And then the weekend crew will have you guys on Monday morning to recap this Orioles series. So everyone have a good weekend. Take care.